I was looking to see what's their training, okay? How much education do they have? What's their reputation like? What are people saying about that? This yeah. all carries into shopping for a coach as well. What's their reputation like? What are people saying about them? What's their actual credentials? Is it just coaching? Is it just, I have people that win pro cards. What are their expectations from you as well as what are your expectations of them? Bodybuilding about selfies, steroids, magazines, and muscles? How do I become a successful pro bodybuilder or fitness competitor? Where do I even start if I'm new? And the biggest question of all, what are the judges looking for anyway? Even today with the internet, many people first discover bodybuilding by word of mouth. The lack of regulation has caused a boom of unqualified coaches, scattered info, biased advice, dangerous protocols, and posing trends that are a hot mess. After 20 years in the business, I have seen it all. Week after week, I'm going to talk about taboo topics that get swept under the rug, provide you tips and strategies to gain a competitive edge and stand out on stage in any division or federation. I'm going to answer all the burning industry questions without the bias. I have competed across six federations, earned pro status in three, and judged in two. I've coached posing and choreography for men and women in all federations and divisions. I know just how much competing means to you. I'm your host, Michelle Welcome, and you are listening to the Everything Else in Bodybuilding podcast. Be sure to download your free guide, Five Things Every Bodybuilder and Fitness Competitor Needs to Know Before Your Next Show at eeinbb.com. That's www.eeinbb.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Everything Else in Bodybuilding podcast. I'm your host, Michelle. Welcome back today is Vasilios Metropolis. Here I am. Yes, yeah, so we have a really great discussion today we're going to talk about. We have a lot of things to talk about, but the highlight of today is going to be all about coaches and when to hire or how to hire and when to fire. <laughs> I love the ooh, that just came through. What, what exactly are you saying? Are you saying you're leaving me? We're stuck at the hip. Are, are, are you not? You're not going to train with me anymore. <laughs> you're doing this publicly. That's so funny. What? I mean, you got to let me know before we do this kind of stuff. <laughs> you see how she throws things at me? I don't even understand what's going on. Boom. How to hire and how to <laughs> fire. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Which, by the way, my wife is my coach in everything. I've learned just about well a good chunk of everything I know from bodybuilding because of this beautiful woman here. She's been doing it 20 plus years. She's amazing. She's got a background like extensive and then some so why would i ever get rid of them Look at the when i see her doing 70 pound dumbbell rows i'm like oh man i better uh, i better catch up here 90 Nine. don't take away 20 pounds well Come she's on, not now. my coach anymore apparently so how am i supposed to know right well how do you guys hire your coaches i mean that's kind of like the first thing i would ask is what are the expectations that mm. you have mm. when you're hiring a coach because this is kind of and similar to music it's like a free-for-all like for so musicians and professionalism and setting up bands there's no like you can just put together a band there's no i'm going to go to school because i'm going to hire bandmates type of thing like this is my profession i'm going to go to school and i'm going to pick these three people to be in my band like you can pick whoever you want and you can not end up together after a while like there's this lax approach to the yeah. professionalism of having a band just like in bodybuilding with fitness coaches 
there's not a big professionalism of how to actually hire somebody. There's no like job like monster.com or whatever those job websites are. Mm. It's not like you're going to go there and you're going to find your coach. A lot of it is word of mouth. Isn't yeah. that the same in music? Well, I think it's been an evolution from what I understand. I mean, when I started uh, playing music, I was, what oh, geez, it was my late teens. So, you know, uh, what's that's 15 plus years, 16 years ago, you know, we started. How'd and you at find that, your band And mates? at that point, it was all kind of word of mouth. You're involved in a local scene. Maybe there's some ads in a newspaper, local newspapers, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and it was very subjective. That was the local scene. I think the evolution has come very far with the Internet the way it is. There's a lot of forums now. There's a lot of uh, alumni and, uh, groups that are asserted with networks and, and different groups asserted on social media. So that's helped a lot. Um, but, yeah, in the beginning, it, it well, here, let's put it this way. The local scene is different than the professional scene. That's just the bottom line. And I find that very consistent in the bodybuilding scene. It feels like everyone and then some and their mother and father is also all of a sudden a coach. All of a sudden yeah. they're a posing coach. And that's very local. Like that idea is the same in music. When we started, you know, playing and messing around, maybe it was with a friend or somebody close or somebody you knew or a brother or a sister or something like that. But as you kind of progress in your career if you stick with it same with bodybuilding you tend to see that you know there's levels and layers to education to knowledge and then to implementation and then that all ties into the goals of what the people are involved in and how they're sharing that with others so and yeah i guess if you're just starting your fitness journey and you are on the internet and you just find some uh, blogs and you find some information on how to lose weight so to you that was your first step, perhaps, and you just got the information from the Internet. So hiring just anybody, whatever level they are on, is a step up from just doing it yourself in your bedroom or your house and exercising. But going into a gym, and that's a whole nother step for people. But mm. now when you're in the gym and you're mm. exercising for a while, you're, there's a personal trainer okay, that you could advance to and maybe get better at your skills, maybe check your form, maybe give you some actual workout programs. And then there's bodybuilding. Mm. And I think that level, right? So just doing it yourself, hiring a fitness trainer, and then bodybuilding coach, what's happened is there's been a, mer a blend of personal trainer and bodybuilding coach. Mm. Like there's been no distinguishment. There's no certification for bodybuilding. There's no school for bodybuilding. It's really just experience Word of mouth. And if you're lucky, you have somebody who might actually understand human physiology. Mm. So there's nothing like a roadmap out there. I don't think that that helps with the expectations, because if there's no real professionalism established from the beginning, how do you even know what to expect in your actual competition journey from that coach? And I think that just transcends with time, right? The idea of coming into any endeavor, being new in that endeavor and expecting it to be a 10 out of 10 and going straight for gold. Like, you know, I'm in a band all of a sudden it's my best friends in this, that and the other. And we're all just going to be successful at one point. Well, that could happen. It does happen sometimes, but it's really unlikely, at least in history, it doesn't play out that way. So what you end up doing is you either progress in your own personal goals while learning simultaneously, you know, who and what kind of fits within that criteria of what it is you're seeking. And that's where the, I think what we call professionalism, you know, they say like 10 years or a decade mm -hmm. usually gives people a good knowledge base to understand uh, any, any particular region of information, right? So 
Yeah, I think as you progress, you start to commingle and network with different, you know, people who are involved in whatever the scenes you're involved in. And with that, you learn right away. Well, wait a second. You know, these people are at a different level knowledge wise. These people are at a different level implementation wise or achieving different results or doing other things, you know, and there's definitely a difference between from my understanding, like when I started with you even back at the gym, Snap Fitness, they dropped me off. I'm rolling tires up a hill. Like I'm trying not to puke from being hung over like an idiot the night before. Like that was, was still on tour, by the way. That he was stopped at my gym that I own. That's how we met. <laughs> that was um, that's a complete difference than working with Dr. Mike T. Nelson, who's got a Ph.D. in exercise in physiology. Everything. That man is you the know? smartest man I've ever met. And he's a professor. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So to, to be in a different school of thought in a different field of knowledge with people who have been doing things in a completely different manner, just based on a knowledge base, ultimately pushes you in a direction where you're around people who take things a little bit more seriously. But here's the problem. Here's a major problem. People don't want to pay for it. People don't understand that there is a dramatic difference between hiring somebody for personal training and and just general fitness coaching and bodybuilding. There is a dramatic difference between those two. Understanding how the human body works and how your human Mm. body works because it's so individual. That's an expertise. And a lot of people price shop. That's number one. When it comes to hiring a coach, you're going around and you're looking at the wrong things. You're you're looking at their social media pages, how many pros that they've made. Mm. You're looking at how great they look. Mm. And you're also probably looking at how much does it cost. Are you actually looking at what gives them the qualification to take you from a regular good on the beach or even looking great in the gym physique to bodybuilding physique? That's a that's a completely different level and an advanced knowledge that goes with that. And you have to pay for that. Like when you go to a doctor, okay, there is advanced education than just asking Absolutely. your parents for yeah. some medical advice. Absolutely. There's a huge difference and you get what you pay for. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So for you guys, when it comes to hiring bandmates, yeah. were you ever price shopping? Probably not. You were vibe shopping. Well, it depends on the position that you're you're seeking, right? And where you are in your journey and, and what it is you're hoping for too. I mean, there's a lot of different positions within the music field, whether you're you're trying to play live and, and be a touring working artist or you're a studio musician and that's your thing or your producer or an independent artist or whatever it is your goals are that kind of changes like she's saying the expectation for knowledge that you're looking for right so you know a good example is a dentist you go to a regular dentist you get a cleaning but maybe you need to go to an endodontist to get a little bit more further Mm -hmm. advancement in the knowledge and around gums or roots or things of that nature an orthodontist right so it's the same thing right yeah Mm. I, i found that um the more you focus in and around the things that you're hoping for, the more you pursue those things with your own open mind and willingness to grow, the evolution happens naturally. You kind of weed out the, you know, like I can, I can unegotistically say I outgrew my local scene. You know, that's what forced me into seeking other bandmates and seeking other professionals and wanting to learn more. It's just that the people that I was affiliated for such a, you know, five to six year period just didn't fit what it was I was trying to do. It didn't fit the goals. It didn't fit the future that I was hoping for. And so that becomes clear as you progress through knowledge. And that's the same with bodybuilding. When you're looking for coaches, you're, you're shopping for quality. Right. So for you, you were not looking for just anybody who might show up. You were looking for people to show up on time. Your right. expectations were greater. So showing up on time, the passion for the project 
putting the effort in, right, in and around the project, aren't those things more like advanced in your expectations? Isn't Absolutely. That, isn't that something that lifts what you were looking for from a local for wanting to advance. Yeah, and that ties into the goals that I had. And this ties back into what we were talking about the last few weeks about understanding what you're hoping to get out of this. Is this just a hobby for you? Are you wanting to do this once or twice? What are you going to do after? Avoid post-show blues, things of that nature. Is really having the right expectations set in and around the journey itself. So for me in my music journey, it was a lifelong journey at that particular stage in my life. And I knew that it was going to take my life to, you know, seek out the right people to, you know, practice uh, jumping from project to project or working with different people or understanding um, how to obtain a different knowledge base that, like she said, there is no real roadmap. You know, you're really just talking to other professionals that have been in the scene, that have been in other bands that are successful. Maybe they're independent artists, maybe they're recording artists. Maybe, maybe they're just, you know, playing out in three different bands or, you know, I had a drummer in one band who was, who was a drummer in Blue Man Group. He was uh, a drummer in about two or three cover band groups and he was a drummer in otherwise. So, you know, that was his particular position as a professional to be able to maintain his life, maintain his family and live as a human being. So it's really trying to carve out the niche as to what your expectations are. From the beginning. And so then important. driving that narrative with the people that you surround yourself with. And your health and your wellness and your physical transformation, to me, is not a discount. Mm. You carry this body with you for the rest of your life. If you bodybuild right, you can do this for a long time, but you can't just put the pedal to the metal the whole time. There has to be a pullback period where you have to you know, allow your body to you know, heal from some of the, like if you're going down, dialing into a show and you're getting your body fat levels down to extreme levels, you have to take care of your body on the way back. So you need somebody that's going to be along for the whole ride. So like if you were shopping for a doctor, that you're looking for somebody, you're looking for um, some sort of referral, you're looking for somebody to help you with something, something major that was going on with you, you wouldn't just you know, guess, look at a phone book and just, you know, close your eyes and find yeah, somebody. Because mom you're said gonna so. dive deep yeah. and you're gonna look for like think about it. When we were looking for somebody for my shoulder or, you know, something, I was looking to see what's their training? Okay. How much education do they have? What's their reputation like? What are people saying about that? This yeah. all carries into shopping for a coach as well. What's their reputation like? What are people saying about them? What's their actual credentials? Is it just coaching? Is it just, I have people that win pro cards. What are their expectations from you as well as what are your expectations of them? And let's tie this into health. You brought health into mm -hmm. it. I'll tie it into music a little bit. For me, you know, it's, it's a known fact. Music is, well, it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? So that lifestyle transists no matter the genre and whatnot, kind of carries over with the culture behind the professionalism, if that even makes any sense. The concept that it's okay to be able to party every other day or do something in a manner that wouldn't be acceptable as, let's say, a brain surgeon. You know what I mean? And, and so you start accepting things as, uh, as the norm in not understanding the repercussions for the long-term efforts that you're putting into it because you think that that's just normal. Well, it's just normal. Everyone's drunk all the time, but they're still doing shows. Well, they've been doing it for 20 plus years. Oh my God, like, you know, well, I could do this too. Oh, it's whatever, right? So this is an example. When you tie that into bodybuilding, 
right? You've got people that are out there that are hurting people. They're hurting, uh, yep. you know, through physical health, through mental health, through the way they establish their protocols, through the mindset they put in and around people. You want to be able to make sure that you have clarity again in and around what you're hoping for and clarity around what makes these people creditable. Like they work for you, right? You don't work for them. It's pretty simple, right? It should be a very humane exchange. It should be a very, you know, like, this is what I'm looking for. Can you help me? And if you feel pressure, if you feel cornered, if you feel threatened, there's ego involved, your gut will tell you, we talked about intuition, get the hell out of there, man, you know? And before, and right from the get-go, some things to like consider is how professional are they? So for example, certain things that you have to have on a website, terms and conditions, did you know that? Did you know that at the bottom of their website where they're actually advertising their services at the bottom, there needs to be terms and there's actual things, tabs that are required in the um, bottom of a website that you have to have as a business. So what are their terms and conditions? What are the expectations of your purchase? All that should be outlined. So, for example, we and we say from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, you email us at this website. That's the support that you're going to get within those business hours, things like that. So actually spelling out what the expectations are, what is the turnaround time? So if you have a check-in, right from the get-go, it needs to be established, what is their turnaround time? So if your check-in is on Friday and they say you will hear back from me within 48 hours, then that's an expectation. Hmm. But if those things aren't established from the beginning, that's not very professional, don't you think? Well, professional being that these people should conduct themselves in a manner that represents what it is they're putting out there, what it is they're, you know, portraying in their image and who it is that they portray themselves to be. Again, you know, as I progressed in music, I started to realize that, well, wait a second, not everybody's, you know, functioning this way. There's a lot of people who have found balance, who do live a different lifestyle, who can maintain a family life, who can still tour, who can do things a different way. And so the same thing happens with bodybuilding coaches. What's their roster, right? And it doesn't mean they've made pro competitors. Like what qualifies them? Do they have a bachelor's in something? Is it science-based? Is it health-based? Are they, you know, a physical therapist? Have they been in sports themselves? Have they worked with the human body? Do they understand nutrition? Do they understand nutrition further than my fitness pal, right? Do they understand how to dial you in and how that focuses in and around the brain chemistry and how that's going to affect your hormones? Are they talking to doctors? Are they working with blood work? Bodybuilding or, is a tremendous, tremendous, um, you know, intake and knowledge base that's required to be able to maintain a healthy human throughout the process. Not everybody can do this. Are they asking for you to fill out an intake form mm. or are they just providing you some nutrition plan without <laughs> any background or anything to consider? Yeah, that should be a red flag. Are they actually asking you questions about yourself, establishing some sort of baseline with you and taking you from where you are to where you want to be? Isn't just slapping you with some egg whites and oatmeal Okay, and white fish at every meal, and that's pretty much it. Like, I actually got one of those. Um, I don't know. This was 20 years ago. It was before. It was over 20 years ago. I remember in a magazine I saw some um, person who was doing giving nutrition plans, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. And I get this nutrition plan, and I, I mentioned this on the show before. It had a ton of typos in it. It had the most bland of the bland. I couldn't have any flavorings, any seasonings. I'm like, I'm not even dialing in for a show. How is this even sustainable? Yeah. And I messaged back and I said, was this for me? And the person got mad at me. 
Interesting. Got mad at me. Defensive. Very defensive, mm. very angry that I would, what do you guys think? Yeah, question. question. Yeah, question their Why can't I question? I'm yeah. hiring you for a service, and if something doesn't make sense, I should be able to ask questions. I think bodybuilding and, coaches are doctors, and, and, and to your, your point on this, we should be able to question our doctors just as much as bodybuilding coaches. We're not just personal trainers. And by the way, we don't train the fitness and nutrition side of things. We just do the posing. This We're is, the orthodontist. Yeah, we, we, we just want to inform you guys what our experiences yeah. and what your expectations should be as you vet out your coaches. Your coach yeah. who does the nutrition and training does is like the dentist who does all the maintenance, the 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 standard stuff and then what we do is all that decorative stuff we make you amazing on <laughs> we like it. to have so fun <laughs> with it it's that simple right like we want to bring that stage presence out on you yeah. and make you look your best so that you can perform your best on that stage and understand what that means because that's what you're doing you're performing up there right and you're not going to just walk out you could work all day long in the gym 10 20 plus years has the most mature muscles in whatever division or federation you're competing in but if you can't get up there and perform you can't show that off properly properly meaning being able to maintain what it is the standards are of that federation, what they're looking for specifically, and still rock it, right? Then I've you know. actually fallen asleep at a concert. <laughs> I have. Like, think about it, you guys. Like, the vibe of who's performing on that stage, mm. you're either going to sit there in the audience and be, like, totally having a great time and maybe even on your feet because you're feeling it, or you're freaking bored. Right. That's the diff. That's perf you're performing no different on stage as a, as a bodybuilder. You're actually up there performing. And I want you guys to make that connection. So back to what we were talking about with coaches. So one. So intake forms, credentials, all those things, not shopping for price, shopping for quality, reaching out to other competitors, finding out their experiences. But then like, OK, let's just say that you had the expectation set. All that has been done. And now you're with a coach. Mm. At what point does it transition to I might this might not be the best um, coaching situation for me. Like, for example, somebody had mentioned, this has happened a couple of times. We talk about all kinds of stuff in my classes. And one of the things somebody brought up was their coach is blowing them off. Mm. So they're not getting back to them in a reasonable amount of time, number one. And then there was another person who basically said that they actually literally got blown off. There was appointments that they were supposed to meet up for uh, virtually, and they didn't even show up. Wow. And they didn't say anything either. Well, I they mean, just disappeared. And like hours later, yeah. they were like, oh, sorry about that. You need to use your intuition here, right? I mean, yeah. things happen. There are tragic events that happen. Sometimes things get missed. Notif notifications don't come in. But there should be some sort of reasonable response, responsibility in and around the people that you're working with, right? And and that's what we would hope for because this isn't a, a, a game, right? This is your health. This is your physical well-being, your mental well-being. And for some of us who want to do this for a very long time, we want to make sure that we're able to maintain a healthy body and a healthy mind as we continue down this endeavor. I, I find it, uh, for me, I find it very important to want to educate one thing I liked about Dr. Mike T. Nelson was he didn't just train us. He he opened his arms to questions and helped educate us throughout the process so that when we uh, initially started to when we finished working with him, we were that much more educated ourselves. So we were able to take that knowledge, not like it was some big secret or something fancy, right? And then now reapply it years later into our own training because we've been educated by somebody who's clearly more educated than we were. And so that I really think is a, is a great valuable asset as well. Yeah, getting that education, but even just the vibe itself. I mean, you've had many different bands throughout your life. Mm. I don't even know how many you've had that you've been involved in. You started your own, what was it, Sarah's End? <laughs> yeah, I was a kid then. Yeah, yeah, so you started many bands, but there came a point where 
you've actually had to part ways with people. There mm. were situations that happened. Were there any common traits amongst those situations? You know, I think uh, you're talking about being involved in a relationship with multiple other human beings, right? You know, and, it, and it's a complex situation when you talk about music, especially because it's an expression emotionally and personally in the endeavors that I was going on. It's, you know, expression of oneself. And so you're sharing that uh, amongst other human beings. And as I grew within that field, those human beings grew as well, meaning the team size got bigger, your intimate team was what it was, and then, you know, so on and so forth. So with bodybuilding, I can see the translation there in that this is definitely a personal journey. This is our expression of identity. Like we're in there for a lot of different reasons, you know, and because of that, we're very attached to the outcomes of these goals that we set, including competing. Right. So having clarity around that and dealing with the people that you're working with emotionally and them having clarity around that for you is so important. So when uh, I was in situations that uh, when I felt the emotional stability wasn't uh, equal to the output of the goals that I was reaching for and it was now affecting my long term health, uh, that's when I start questioning whether or not it's going to be a good investment for my time and for my effort. Right. Because that's what we're putting into everything we do is time and effort. So if the coach is forcing you to do things, if these, you know, these critics, we'll call them, are, are making you feel peer pressured in some way or another. Remember, this is a journey of yourself. It's you versus you. Right. And only you know what's best for you. These other people, they're guides. Right. They're there to help, to, to educate and point you in the direction so that you can obtain the best version of yourself. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, but it is, I actually think fitness too, like you said that it's different. Music is different because it's neat. It's an expression, mm. it's emotion. I actually think that fitness, when you get into, when you really think about it, what you're doing with your body and you watch it transform, it changes the way you think, it changes how you feel about yourself. All that, that is emotional. And a lot of times we attribute that shared experience with that coach because they're help, they're guiding you along the way. And I think that is why some people find it difficult to make that separation because there is an emotional, like you're not expressing it on stage or music. We're, we're not music, but we are a piece of art in a way. 100%. Our bodies are sculpted definitely. and they're transformed over years of time. Well, I think it is definitely very similar in the aspect of being able to identify what it is your hopes and desires are and create that. We're molding our identity through this work or this effort that we put in at the gym to make us the best version of ourselves. So it is very similar in that shared experience. The more people you bring in on your team, uh, the more involved they're going to be with you emotionally. So having a clear conversation with the people that you're involved with and making sure that you're on the same page with clarity around what the goals are, what the expectations are, what the outcomes are, and, and making sure that your intuition feels right in and around that circumstance, I think is so important. And here's a good way to, to kind of look at it too. So if you asked your coach, this is, this is one way, this is how I know what the relationship is like with um, one of my posing clients, for example, and their coach. If they tell their coach that they're working with me, what's the coach's response? Is the coach like, well, why? Why aren't you working with just me? You're are, my are, client. Are they possessive? Right. Or are they Okay, let me find out a little. Well, of course, they want to know, make sure that this person is actually legit. So they're going to vet out and make sure that there's like actual professionalism on my end, which is cool. I respect that. And then from there, if they give their blessing and they're like, whatever you need to do to improve, 
then I'm here for that. Mm. That's what it's all about is, is that person in thinking in your best interest, even the best of the best mm. for major, like professional athletes, football, baseball, basketball, they don't have one coach. Yeah. They have coaches for different things because yeah. people have different specialties. Even when looking at an orthopedic, remember the day we were looking up orthopedics? Oh man. It wasn't just <laughs> orthopedic. It yeah. was orthopedic that specializes in hands, yeah. orthopedic that specializes in shoulders. Knees, were, ankles. Knee, exactly. Yep. Yep. They were specialists within a specialty. Yeah. And that's what we are. We're bodybuilding and they're specialists within a specialty. So are they possessive over their training of you or do they want to see you do other things, um, really advance your skills and advance your training, which would be in your best interest because you're only going to get better, which is only going to make their roster look good because you're better and you're winning shows. So that's one right there is, are they possessive, mm. right? That's a good one. And are you progressing? Are you progressing Bingo. with that, you know, particular team? If whether it's one coach or a group of people, right? Like you, there's plenty of projects in music where it's one-on-one. -on -one. Some people are independent. Some people have, you know, five, six, seven, eight people in a band. Some people have five, six, seven people in a band and a whole team of people at a label, right? Like are, is everybody on the same page? Are they communicating? Is everybody happy with the results? Right? And yes. And what if you decided you wanted to change federations? Ooh. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Is that the best thing for you? Right. That's what it should come down to. Not because the coach has an affiliation or has pro cards with this particular federation and it looks good on their roster and it makes this is in high school, guys. But it is. Do you guys <laughs> know how many people? I mean, I do this all day long. I work with hundreds and hundreds of people. Do you know how many people say to me that their coach will not? let, I love the word let, will not, I mean, a total sarcasm, of course, will not let them compete in another, this other federation. I'm not going to name the federations because they're different. Some coaches are like, I won't allow you go here. Others are, I won't allow you go there. What do you mean allow you? Like that's another, to me, red flag, mm. allow you. Mm. Is it in your best interest to go there? Ask them why, yeah. what was their experience there? Yeah. If it's, well, it's politics. Mm, that's kind of vague. Because there's politics, you can say that really about anything. If And a lot of people call politics because they didn't like that their people didn't win. Yeah, that's it. But what, were they really the best that day? Like, yeah. that's like if you actually show up your absolute best and you didn't win, like, is it like... Don't feel peer pressured. We talked about yeah. this earlier. It should be an intellectual, engaging conversation so that the outcome is clear and concise, right? You shouldn't have to battle. And if there is a particular disagreement, then the explanation should be presented and debated, right? I mean, that's what politics are. It's a, it should be a formal debate about opposing opinions so that we can come to a common, don't, uh, you know, common idea of what it is we're hoping for or see one point or another to be able to maintain or obtain our own objective opinion. And you brought up something really good, and this this kind of segues into the, the last piece that I wanted to really talk about. It has to do with, were you actually ready? So let's just say you've added out your coach. You've got these intake forms. Maybe they are very professional. But are you consistently doing shows and you're not ready? Like you're not lean enough, for example. Consistently, mm -hmm. that's your feedback from mm -hmm. the judges. Or you're posing's hot mess express, and it's not getting any better. And those kind of type of things. Or... Are even are they telling you, well, you should consider PEDs because you're not going to get there. You're you've come as far as you can and you should really consider doing are they starting to push the PEDs? Mm. So three things consistently not coming in lean enough, 
your stage performance is consistently subpar and these are the feedback that you're getting and maybe the third is they're starting to push PEDs. Mm -hmm. So those are additional red flags to me that would maybe might be something I would consider start shopping around for another relationship, don't you think? Yeah, it ties back into what your goals are. We're not here to tell you what to do or not do. At the end of the day, it's your decision. You have to be able to make that decision. And if you feel that the situation that you're in and the people that you're working with are suffice for the outcomes that you're hoping for, then kudos to you. You know, I mean, keep going. Uh, but if you feel like that you're being pressured again into a situation that you don't want to be involved in or you're second guessing, let your intuition guide you. This is the rest of your life. Don't make decisions that are feel maybe right today because of a trophy that you may regret potentially for the next 10, 20 or rest of your life. Right? And that's huge because I'm seeing a lot of new people. Again, this sport is so it's so wild west and there's so many different opinions out there. I remember seeing in a group somebody posted uh, their nutrition protocol. It was pretty extreme. Half the people that responded said, yep, that's normal. And the other half said, run, do not walk to the nearest exit. <laughs> like you have dramatically different opposing opinions. Yeah, yeah. So this really is the wild west. And just yeah. going back to like the PED pushing. And I don't think I want to kind of bring put this in perspective a little bit, because it, this was something we talked about in one of my virtual posing classes. We talk about all kinds of things. And one of the topics that came up had to do with uh, getting lean enough for the bikini division and not being able to do that unless you do PEDs. Like that was something that they were feeling pressured and feeling like this was something that they would need to do because they're not going to be lean enough and they're not going to be muscular enough. Bikini. And this was bikini. Okay. And I put it in perspective. I actually found the champion figure competitor from a drug tested all natural federation. This is this was the OCB. And the OCB has their like Super Bowl of all Super Bowl competitions, kind of like the IFBB has their Olympia. The OCB has what's called the Yorton Cup. And I pulled up the picture of the Yorton Cup figure champion. And I pulled up her front pose and her back pose. And I asked them in the group, I said, can you honestly tell me that nobody is capable of getting lean enough for a bikini competition when I can show you? I don't know. Do you have that picture to show? I do. I do. Let's I'll show. Just, I'm going to show you guys this, this picture. Quick. Champion competitor. OK, can you honestly tell me with a straight face that nobody is capable of getting lean enough for a bikini competition? This is figure. This is an all-natural drug-tested federation. And figure, the difference between figure and bikini, you guys, is level of muscle and level of conditioning. So the expectation for the bikini division would not be this muscular and to not be this hard. So can you honestly tell me that you cannot achieve this level of muscularity and conditioning without drugs? No, you cannot honestly tell me that you cannot achieve that. So what I'm going to say is, and this has happened a lot, a lot of bikini competitors who have been training for less than five years, okay, you don't have advanced level training, you haven't even reached your genetic potential, you haven't even given yourself enough time to put the volume of muscle on the maturity and to and evaluate how your body yeah. dials in for a show. There's so much education. My first 10 years, you guys, of competing, my first 10 years of competing, 10, not two, 10, that's where I learned a tremendous about, amount about myself. And I started in my early 20s. And even in my early 30s, I was still learning about myself. And I really hit a stride in my 30s. It took 10 years. So it's the time is really what 
is um, not respected or appreciated. So what happens is if a coach tells you you're less than five years of training and a coach is like, you should really consider Anavar or VAR or some sort of anabolic to reach your goals because everybody else is. What I'm going to challenge and say is that coach is likely incapable of getting you to where you want to be. They're looking for something to fall back on as a crutch to basically get you results because they don't know how to do it with diet and nutrition. It's all that girl that I just showed you was all diet and nutrition and sorry, <laughs> diet, and nutrition, Tra nutrition and training. That was all nutrition and training and time, patience and consistency. And that's what it takes is time, patience, consistency, and the proper nutrition and training. And that's a skill in itself. Mm. Natural bodybuilders who have been doing this for a long time are so advanced with nutrition and training. They understand the human body in a way that is extremely amazing and incredible. And to be able to do that, you have to learn. And to just go to the root of anabolics, you're only going to learn that anabolics are going to get you to the stage. And you're never going to learn how to get to stage without them. So what do you think is going to happen? Well, Every time, one more second, yeah. anytime you do a show, you're going to always be doing the anabolics. But we learned from <laughs> Victor Black yeah. that it's not the acute dose, you guys. Ladies, hear me today. The Anavar is not safe. It's an anabolic. Women are highly sensitive to, to androgens. It's not the acute dose. It's the dosage over time. Over time, you are going to have some sides. How extreme, how much, which ones is going to be uniquely you and you're not going to know until you find out and it's too late. So let's let's just be open and honest here. First of all, we have multiple episodes that we've done on PEDs. We're both natural athletes. At the end of the day, it's your decision. You have to make those decisions for yourself. All we can do is give you the knowledge that we've learned and that's out there in the marketplace, whether that be via doctors, researchers, or competitors who have own experiences with the, their uses and whatnot, and then you can make your decisions with that. But let's just back up a little bit here. We're talking about coaches. We're talking about having people guide you in and around what it is you're hoping and desiring to do, your goals, to get you to an outcome. And the reality is this sport is pretty much the Wild West. It's pretty much unregulated, whether it's drug tested or not. There's always ways to beat things. But the reality is simple. There's not enough education in and around performance enhancing drugs in that conversation entirely, whether it's for any sport, UFC, NFL, it doesn't matter. Golf for that instance, it doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, WADA has made a, a particular list of guidelines that most major federations and, and associations, they abide to. Right. So we haven't had the time and the education and the doctors and the scientists to really get involved in and around the use of any of these PEDs and how they affect our body long term. And we've talked many times about how this sport is a hobby. You, you know, if you get to the, to the point where you've been you've been doing this for decades and you've exhausted your body is at its um, potential, your genetic potential, and you choose to go that route. <laughs> Look, your journey is your journey. And what, what is I'm that? warning again? Who who can tell you? This is my point too. To this, who can tell you what your genetic potential even is? Where does that exist? That's in a, a whole other. Where does that exist in a textbook? <laughs> oh, oh, I think you've gone too far. Yeah, we can't get you. We can't get any more out of here. You, you may, why don't you mainline, bro? Like that's the way to go. Like yeah. that's that's what's going to get you the trophy for what? Yeah. For what to do what? You know what I mean? I'm in my 30s. 
I'm just starting this journey in a way that I'm willing to put another 10, 20, 30 years in to see what I can do, right? At the end of the day, what also baffles me specifically to PEDs and coaches that push that so strongly in a protocol is that if you look at the interventions for overall health and well-being and longevity, Bodybuilding's right up there. Health and fitness. Bodybuilding's right up there to keep us alive, healthy, moving, maintain. I want to be able to walk down steps, jump, grab things, do stuff, have that muscle, you know, muscular ability to do things in my my elderly years. Bodybuilding's right up there, right? But as soon as you start adding, you know, these performance-enhancing drugs in some way or another, it switches. It switches in like maybe there's a short-term potentially healthy effect. Maybe it's debatable. But then what about two years, five years, ten years? Well, I know as a guy, if my body stops making testosterone or different hormones, I have to be on it the rest of my life. What if I go to a different country? How am I going to get hormones into a different country? First of all, it's all illegal. Like just FYI, something to consider, whether it's male or female. Like there's no guidelines on this stuff, guys. Like you know what I mean? Like educate yourself Think about it, what you're doing long term. And that's really the point is we're just trying to get you to think your journey is your journey. Your journey is up to you. This is your hobby. This is your body. You are not a discount. Your health is not a discount. What is best for you ultimately is um, not just the this one show. It's what is your overall goal? Why are you doing yeah. this in the first place? Yeah. And really get into the core of that and having taking the time to really vet out your coaches and if something doesn't seem right, you're not getting you know, the results that you're hoping for, then it, and it's totally okay to start looking for another referral. We have, as I mentioned earlier, we have episodes where we talk about PEDs. We've brought competitors on who have used PEDs in the past, both male and female competitors, so you can get their perspective of what their experiences are. We've talked to doctors and scientists and researchers that we've brought on our show. This is not our opinions. These are their opinions. There are documentaries out there that you can go research to try to get knowledge in and around this particular area. This, at the end of the day, is a very gray subject matter. You, you know, be safe in your decision making. Understand the long-term ramifications of what your, you know, your obtained objectives are to the goals that you're setting and how willing enable you are to go for that for what? And never allow anybody to talk down on you. So getting into the sport is something that should be lifting you up. It mm. should be encouraging. It should be about your best interest and not allowing anybody to take that away from you. Yeah, so 100%. just take your time, vet out your coaches. Dr. Mike T. Nelson was great. Just to touch on that real quick. He reprogrammed our thinking a little bit as we were learning how to, to work with him and exercise and work out with him and nutrition, et cetera. He, we would be down on ourselves because we're competitive. And we'd be like, oh, we didn't get the results we were hoping for at the gym, or we don't look the way we are, or our weight isn't exactly where we want to be, or et cetera, et cetera. The list is, you know, exhausting when you start beating yourself up over the results you're not getting. And he would say, listen, why don't you thank yourself? Thank your body for being able to wake up this morning and put yourself in that environment to be able to even do these things. We have a competitor right now who's an amputee. She has one leg. She's a bikini competitor, and she's got one leg. Are you kidding me right now? She's one of the most optimistic people I've ever met. She's in there working her buns off to be able to do what she wants to do. There's no excuse to get into that negative mindset that's going to set us up for long-term negativity in our life. And that's going to transition transition into the relationships we have with the others, the results we get in and around everything we do in life, right? It's going to come back to our jobs, our, our love life, our kids, our, our, our future goals, right? You Be, in my opinion, focus on setting the right expectations for the outcomes that 
are going to maintain a healthy environment for yourself and if at long any point, term. And if any point it's not feeling that way and you're not feeling that inspiration, that support, then that's when it's time to leave. I would actually take a moment and and voice what you're feeling to your coach. Be honest. Don't just up and leave and say nothing. Mm. I think you should at least give them an opportunity to respond and perhaps change because maybe they didn't even realize they're doing it. Give somebody an opportunity and then feel good that if they're still not responding in a way that makes sense for you, then by all means, take that Take, take that time to find somebody We've else. We've all gone back that. to that boyfriend and girlfriend once or twice, right? We've I, well, I don't know. I'm just, well, we're we still together because mm. at the beginning of this episode, I didn't. I thought she was firing <laughs> me or I'm firing her. I don't even understand what's going on. Oh, yeah. No, but really, like, you know, human error. People make errors. You know, it's human. We're not perfect. And what is perfect? The eye of the beholder. It's that simple, right? It's based on your expectation. What did you set? Why are you doing it? What were you hoping for? And did you get what you wanted out of it? And all of a sudden, as soon as we meet that with conflict, the result isn't that of the expectation. Now we have a challenging debate. And communication is everything. All right, guys. So I think that that pretty much summarizes what to do, how to hire and fire your coaches. Obviously, we're very passionate people. This means a lot to us. We're going to keep talking about this as soon as this is over because that's what we do. We just gossip with each other, you know. Well, next week we'll be talking about another um, another topic that in our Everything Else in Bodybuilding Podcast Insiders group on Facebook, we do have conversations like this and people are posting these questions in the group. So we do invite you to come in for the conversation Definitely. each week, 1 p.m. Eastern yeah. Standard Time. Yeah. All right, guys, we will check back next week. Do what's best for you. Only you know what that is. It's that simple. All right. Take care. Take it easy, guys. Ever wonder if you are posing correctly for your division? Learn to Pose is dedicated to taking out the guesswork on how to pose for all categories in bodybuilding. Learn five ways you can improve your posing skills in five minutes guaranteed at www.learntopose.com. There are free posing tutorials available for the bikini, figure, and men's physique categories. More on the way for other divisions in bodybuilding. It's free, so go access your free posing tutorial for bikini, figure, or men's physique at learntopose.com.